0: Welcome to FaceTime Chats, where you get to join our weekly conversation as we discuss enduring life as a human, living with humans, and taking care of our human selves. I'm Anne. And I'm Stephanie. And we are your hosts. And tonight, we want to just have a little chat with you guys. We want to share some news about kind of where we'd like to go with the show and also comment on, of course... The events that have been occurring in our country, well, in the United States, because I know we have international listeners, Um, and just how it's been affecting us.
1: For real. Yeah. Um, We know we had the last episode labeled as a part one. But for this episode, we're going to have like a nice little interim, just chat, have a little chit chat, more like a FaceTime, an actual FaceTime conversation, I guess. Yeah. And save our part two for when we are a bit more mentally ready and energetically and physically and et cetera. Yes.
0: hundred percent. And emotionally, because I know that um, I was sharing with you before we got on that I'm just, I'm so emotionally drained with um, the things that are going on in our country. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how much time I've really taken to, sit down and think about what's happening and and think about all the feelings that I have around what's happening other than just anger or -hmm. other than irritation like I do irritation and anger very well but there's other things floating you know in that despair Mm -hmm. and, and fear and uncertainty and insecurity and all these other things that you know, I sat down and I, I went back to do some journaling this week because things have just been so just my heart and shoulders have just felt so heavy. And so I've gone back to journaling. And those are some of the things that just came out of my reflections was just I don't feel secure, you know, mm-hmm. um, sort of in terms of safety, but in terms of of safety in a bigger um in a bigger scope than just my own personal safety mm-hmm. but in terms of safety in what social shifts are are imminently on their way yeah. and what will our country and our communities look like as those shifts occur because one thing that i think a lot of us have fooled ourselves into believing is that the events that we've learned about in the course of not just United States history but world history that those things are in the past. Mm-hmm. And the idea of people having lived through those things is sort of like you read a story about it, right? Or you saw a movie about it. You're not connected to it's kind of connects to you the way fiction does because you're not connected to it personally. And what learning about the history of the world has shown us or should show us is that just about every generation on earth has experienced somewhere around the world has experienced some massive shift in the way in which their society is constructed and the conflict that ensues because of it is huge. And to think that being an American living in the United States and present day in the 21st century makes us immune to also experiencing that. I think that that ignorance and that nativity as a society that we have is what could potentially, um, I don't know, I guess, um, aid in or like feed, right? The monster that's, you know, about to explode. I've put probably like 13 metaphors in that, but... <laughs> that's what i'm feeling. and so that and so that's given me this sense of just like insecurity and fear and all of those things and the domestic terrorism on january 6th to me was like just another notch of indication that this train wreck that i'm anticipating is on its way and it just it it really just shakes me
1: yeah no, I I feel you and I hear you. It's, um, I was not surprised when I saw that, but I was still shocked if that makes sense. Yeah. it's like I knew it was gonna happen, but then even when you still see that thing happen, it's still traumatizing and still like, what the fuck is going on. Um, and I think you're right. like I I almost thought maybe, there's a small part of me that was like, hoping, is this the worst? Is it going to be done? Are you gonna, is, is this going to fucking blow over? Not blow over. That's probably not the right phrase to use. But is this going to be the worst of it? They're going to see how stupid they're being and acting and then be done with it. And then he's left. Maybe he'll you know go through the motions, gets impeached. Then he can't run again. It'll have the principle behind it. That's the biggest thing for me is that he can't run again. Like he can't run again. Well,
0: I learned I never knew this before, but that past presidents continue to get top secret intel mm-hmm. throughout their life. Mm-hmm. I had no. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, not only should he not be able to run again, but he most certainly should not know any. Should not run
1: get run that the fancy room. little. A pension package. He shouldn't yeah. get in security. He shouldn't be able to run again. He should go live in a fucking Motel 6 and eat cube steak for the rest of his life. Like, get out. Yeah. But that little small thing of hope that I had, I'm like, okay, this is freaking crazy. What is wrong with everyone? This is insane. I was like, when it happened, I was livid and I was blowing up Twitter on my my twitch twitter by the way (laughs) of all things everybody gonna know awkward bay you're gonna know where i stand (laughs) um so i was just blowing it up and sharing things i had heard videos where women one woman was quoting like some hitler quote and then someone else was like well hitler got one thing right and i'm just like whoa whoa whoa." (laughs) if you hear that you need to assess where you are You need to reassess your life decisions that have gotten you here. But, sorry, I'm going way off track. Back to my original point. The small part of me that was hoping, like, is this the worst of it? The realist in me is, like, I'm really nervous, too, about what what else are these crazy people going to do. I will say I have found, you know, I don't want to say that I find happiness in someone else's suffering. I, I, I don't want to say that, but I'm very happy to see that some of these people have been arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that have that were inside of that building, they have named them, identified them, found them. They arrested them in public. They arrested them at the airports and they did not give a shit about how dramatic it looked. They arrested them regardless. And I'm like, good. Yeah, absolutely. You 100%. fucking deserved what you just brought upon yourself. Yeah, one hundred percent. We
0: read a quote on Twitter from one of the guys that had gotten arrested, and he was um, really emotional. And he was he was talking saying that, you know, I'm not a terrorist. I'm a I'm a patriot. I was protesting. Da da da. But I'm telling you, it it made me pause. Obviously, I was annoyed and disgusted. But it made me pause to really, really realize that these people really, truly, honestly believe that they were doing something patriotic. They really. And that's the thing that scares me that they don't believe that what they did is terrorism, because for them, a terrorist is someone with brown skin, someone from a different country.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I like seriously, they can't even conceptualize the idea that possibly threatening one of the most sacred buildings and one of the most sacred processes in our country could possibly be anything other than patriotic, particularly when they have the backing of the president. And not that I, I never took a moment to agree, but I swear it was the hugest epiphany to me
1: mm-hmm. to realize that they, in their bones believe this shit they believe it and they do not see their own hypocrisy on the ways that they are fighting they claim that they are fighting for their constitution but at every turn they are contradicting it and contradicting themselves and it's interesting that you said they see terrorists as people with brown skin or outside of this country etc even within this country i feel like this homegrown terrorism is not exactly a thing to them. And if it is another term for homegrown, but like domestic, domestic terrorism, if it is domestic terrorism, it's the black community for them or brown skinned people. It is never the white person. And even like a lot of the media has painted it that way. We, we see it regularly where, you know what, the guy that killed himself in the RV bomb in Nashville, Tennessee, white dude, yeah. it took so long for them to finally call him a domestic terrorist, mm-hmm. it took so much. It was so hard for them to admit he was a domestic terrorist mm-hmm. because of what he did. And it's so often in the past that you see this comparison of like, oh, thugs and terrorists and this and that. And then if it's a white man, are like, well... He was really complex and he was really troubled you know he had a really really tough life he he had childhood like bitch who doesn't have childhood trauma do you see me going out there killing people no like the fuck I just it's a very distinct difference that I'm thankful that at least I want to say a lot of people have had their hearts opened and been able to see beyond their day-to-day prejudices but i implore and beg of people to st- just not this willfulness to be ignorant of what's going around when it's so in your face yeah it's gotta stop somehow and um Corey and i were kind of talking about this the other day when it comes to Trumpism, how much it really truly is like a cult. You you talk to someone who is in a cult, and they he said they they kind of groomed them in a way to say people are going to come at you, you know. People are going to tell you one thing, and they're going to tell you it is the truth, the truth, the truth, and you can't buy it. You can't buy it because this is the way it is. This is the right. Way this is the way, and there's Christian cults that do the exact same thing. I I know, (laughs) but and they just groom them and groom them that you could spit straight up facts and have books and books and books of here's why, here's here's what really is in true statistics, but that has been now groomed to fake news, all
0: fake, right?
1: It's all fake. No, nothing is real unless our Lord and Savior Trump has said it. And yeah, even actual scientific data and facts are fake. and, and they're 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 put into this mode of this super, and I, I want to clarify the super, super, super extremism of this. you know, I, I know that we are seeing. Even conservatives are like, "Ooh, whoa, ooh, ooh! Man, this is not good. Ugh. This, is, whoa, guys, gross! This is stop it." So I want to clarify the, the super extremism behind this. How cult-like of this mentality is, and and I'm kind of like been thinking of when I have these conversations because they will probably come up. How do you get through someone in a cult? How do you, how do you talk to someone? How do you begin to for myself, two things. I gotta work on if I get in that conversation, I can't be reactionary and super mm-hmm. emotional, cause that will turn them off immediately and they'll get defensive and all doors will be shut, walls will be up. Ha ha go figure. Cause they're the ones who want the wall. <laughs> but it's it's scary. And and you're exactly right. They they do not see how they are Yeah. Comm- An act of terror, or have committed. Right.
0: Well, it's it's one of those things where their patriotism really rests inside of nationalism, which is not patriotism because they don't. There's not a a real understanding of the foundational documents and the laws and whatnot, but at the same time for them that it doesn't necessarily have to be. So I don't know. I feel myself ready to go down this like rabbit hole, like (laughs) historically, and that's not necessary. But we (laughs) wanted to get on, you know, we wanted to bring you our thoughts and feelings in general um, when it comes to the terror at the Capitol. But at the same time, we think that, there's been so much major stuff for lack of a better word happening in our country that we want to talk about. We want to give our voice to. We want to contribute to the conversation. But it's also taking a toll. <laughs> like we yeah. talked about at the beginning. And I think that not just on the two of us as we sit and talk about this, mm-hmm. but also I'm sure it's taking a toll on the world like I'm sure we are all because we're all locked in the house, Mm -hmm. you know, we're tuned into the TV, you know, we're tuned into the Internet, we're tuned into social media. And I think we all could welcome just a reprieve from all of it.
1: A nice break. A nice
0: break. So FaceTime chats is going to take a nice break from (laughs) this of living as a human in this world and bring in some of the light.
1: we we understand like this is a very human thing too it's sometimes you need a break and and from from someone like me you know as a white woman I feel like this obligation like I need to know what's happening because I need to speak up I need to I need to fucking fight for people who cannot fight right now and need a break and yes I should but at the same time even I need a break I I have to monitor how much of that news I take in because it starts to seep into my mood. It start and I start to be a bitch at work. Saying <laughs> I start Same. to get way distracted and my work output is not as good. You know, in the evenings when I'm hanging out with Corey, I get distracted. I get into my phone. I get just disconnected and. It's a time where he and I probably need to reconnect as, as well. So like, it, it's a natural thing. If if you were in that mode of that, it's okay. Take a bubble bath, relax, read a stupid book or read your Harry Potter. Who? It's fine. You're okay. And then come back to it when you're ready.
0: Yes. So if you notice that the next few episodes may not necessarily be so focused on current world and human events, it's okay. We still care and we're still fighting the fight, but we want to bring you some love and some laughter and some joy or just some, some randomness to help you hit the reset button.
1: Mm -hmm. Agreed.
0: Well, friend, in the spirit of keeping things uplifted, let's finish it off with an inspo spot.
1: I like that. So, um, I do have a question and this is for both of us, actually two questions. Okay. So what have you done the past week in light of things to take care of yourself? Where is self-care, self-love, anything? And then my second question is what's something you have done or will do, you know, in the following week?
0: So I'll say in the past week. I cannot say that I know of anything actively. I'm going to say my journaling, even though I, it's not like I was doing it daily, but I'll say my journaling. Nothing, you know, super fantastic. I draw and <laughs> write random things. Um, but it has been a way that I've been able to um, just kind of hit some sort of a reset on my emotions so they seem to be getting too much. Oh, um, something that I plan to do Um, I actually discussed the fact that I've been feeling very edgy. I've been feeling very angsty, you know, that basically my emotions have been like on ten and like running hot for a while um, with my therapist. And so we talked about things that trigger like things like irritation and anxiety and stuff. And something that she wanted me to keep in mind that I'm going to make sure that I, that I utilize moving forward um or moving it, you know into the next week is to eliminate the stimulus. And actually like I wrote it on my on a little sticky for my wall. But but basically the practice that I'm to follow is to identify what is stimulating my reactive emotions. And then I'm to assess what control do I have over the situation or the thing or whatever that is stimulating me. And then I am to assess what I do, depending on how much control I have, because the reality is almost every situation is going to be that I don't have any control and that's where my anxiety is coming from. And then, and then in doing so I find a way to eliminate that stimulus. So for example, with the news really just like burning me up, obviously the obvious way to eliminate that stimulus is to not watch it every day, you know? Um, so things like that. So that's what I'm going to do um, in the coming week to do a little self care.
1: No, I love that. I think that's great. Uh, for myself, what I have done, I've done a couple of things. So I dusted off my roller blade roller blades, my roller skates, excuse me. Um, In the closet, I bought them early pandemic, you know, because it seems to be trending and I loved the skate videos and I was like, I want to do this. This looks really fun. I started it for a little bit and then I busted my ass in the house and then I I, like kind of (laughs) stopped for a bit. (laughs) Well, I told myself, you bought these damn things you searched high and low because they were sold out so you're going to wear them and you're going to try them out and you're going to do stuff. So, I kind of have a um like a rough, you know, roller skate journey that I'm trying to track. I've made a couple cute videos and put them on TikTok, but I figured I'm going to have to do more weekly check-ins instead of the daily thing. Cause that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just skating around the house and skating around doing transitions, doing cute little moves, you know, just trying to get used to wearing them again. So, and, and I re I realized it's a lot of fun. It's scary and fun. And it'll be something that I can push myself and eventually get outside and do some fun, cute things and learn new moves um along with that I have also been journaling um I haven't excuse me I haven't been super strict about my journaling um it's a specific type of some people call it like shadow work but I I feel like there's a different name for it uh but essentially it's just finding um like your the the sides of you you don't particularly like or maybe it's a way of processing trauma um that I I read about and I saw some examples of it and I'm like, that seems kind of interesting. I want to try that out. So I've only done like two entries because some people have said like it it is, you know, processing past trauma, so it can be taxing. So it's a form of therapy. Give it a go if you want, but go in with caution. Um, so I gave that a go. I had two entries and I really liked it. The the second entry I had turned into like I was like writing back and forth to myself, which was really interesting. Um like I was writing to my childhood me and my childhood me was talking to my me me like or like the feeling side versus the logical side of me. It was very interesting, but so that's something I had have done. Yeah, you can probably cut out the journal part No, you can leave it it's probably fine that's good
0: (laughs) (laughs) girl i got you don't worry about it
1: um no yes break oh what am I going to do well I'm going to get back into getting my body active and I was going to the gym for a little bit since it's open you know I do the whole thing wear a mask and disinfect and all that jazz But I want to at least get my body moving, get on a stair climber, try to get my butt a little bit bigger, you know, Um, just to feel better about myself and feel good in my own skin because I'm I'm starting to feel the body positivity dwindling and I need to get that back. I need to to feel good about myself again. So something I want to do for myself is that move in some way and roller skating, I kind of consider... Moving my body and doing things, um, along with that, probably just try to find times that I'm not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when it turns three o'clock in the middle of the day, that's just you know, let's let's ignore that your body is addicted and is like, oh, tequila time, exactly. Like, it's time, like, no, 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 okay, drink water, drink water. <laughs> flash when
0: it's 11 o'clock in the morning and your co have already pissed you off and you are like fuck this i'm having whiskey <laughs> okay everyone thank you for joining facetime chats
1: if you like our show and want to know more check us out on twitter and instagram at facetime chats pod please remember to leave us a review on apple podcasts and google play
0: and before we sign off for tonight, I'd like to say that my heart goes out to everyone who too is feeling the heaviness of uh, living and watching the things that are going down in our country. Um, I ask that everyone just be safe. Um, that everyone wear your mask. Careful. <laughs> love each other. Report any domestic terrorists that you know of to the FBI and see you guys next week.
1: Mm -hmm. See you then. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye.